At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. here of the Steelers Blitz on this uh, Thursday, March 9th, as we lead you into the weekend here. A quiet weekend heading uh, heading up towards us in terms of the football landscape before things get rolling next week, but it is obviously uh, right around the same time that March Madness gets flying here too, so plenty to uh, to be excited about, certainly. We hope uh, hope Yins are doing well as you're uh, listening to this off-season edition of the Blitz. Thanks to our buddy Brian Backo for his time in the previous segment. Motsi, I have a couple tweets that I that I want to get to here as we start Let's to round this thing to up. Him, but baby. real quick first before we do that, I did just want to put a bow on the kind of the quarterback market conversation and everything. In terms of this, um, you know, there's there's like this this was something that I I kind of teased a little bit earlier, but I just wanted to get your opinion on. We hear a lot about how great the quarterbacks are in the AFC. And mm-hmm. like I think that's fair. I mean, you go down the list of Mahomes and Allen and Burrow and Herbert and I'm drawn I'm drawn blanks right but Lamar Jackson as long as yeah, he stays yeah. as long as he stays in in conference um I'm drawn I'm drawn some more but I know there's there's uh, uh, oh uh, no uh, man you Trevor, got plenty Trevor, of Trevor Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence man obviously you said Josh I mean, Allen Joe Burrow you Herbert you, you got count, Deshaun Watson you out Deshaun here Watson yeah, yeah as well too man. right so so there's I mean there's a lot of very talented and then as you've kind of uh, rightfully pointed out. No, you got um, that boy Patrick. You can't forget about Patrick now. Yeah. You know, the, the Colts have a high draft pick. It could take, mm-hmm. one of, take one of these guys. Uh, the Houston Texans could end up with one of these guys. Who knows? Listen, I still think it's a little premature to completely write off Russell Wilson, right? He might have a bounce back season next year. I'm not, I'm not throwing all my money on that, yeah. but I also would say it's too early to call him washed as well, too. Um, there's some, some really good quarterbacks in the AFC. I think the other side of that, though, right, is there could be value for the Steelers in the next three, four years before they have to pay Kenny Pickett, 
Yeah. Albeit, right, we need Kenny to continue that growth that we saw at the end of the season. We need him to really arrive this year, right, in 2023. But Motsi, if he does that and Kenny Pickett is your guy who can win you games in this conference, I think you could, again, to, to use an Arthur Motsism, you could spin that block back around and all of a sudden why, while, you know, the Ravens and the Bengals and the Browns in your own division and the Chiefs and the Chargers and, and, and the Bills and some of these others – are handicapped by paying their quarterback an astronomical mm-hmm. amount of money. If you've got Kenny Pickett making his, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17 million dollars against the cap, that could I think be advantageous for the Steelers. There could be kind of a right time of this quarterback market blowing up while you're still not in that market for a few years. Is is that something realistically that the Steelers could take advantage of? Again, with the caveat of it, Kenny Pickett taking that that step forward here in his sophomore season. Yeah, any team that drafts a quarterback, that's what they're praying for, that the quarterback can be good enough that they can win with him. But doing it right now, we're still extremely cheap labor where I can build up the rest of my roster. We saw the Seahawks, when they won it with Russ, that was their model. We've mm-hmm. talked about um, other teams that we've seen winning Patrick Mahomes. They did it with him on the rookie year deal. Then they came back and did it with him on the nicer deal. Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts. That's what they were trying to accomplish. Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. That is the even with the Rams. I mean, with the Rams, were able to build around yeah. Jared Goff when he was on his absolutely. It's one or the yeah. other. You either have rookie quarterback and you spend all around him, or you have the quarterback and everything is cheap around him. It works as long as Kenny is the guy, but it is largely based on that not what an opinion is not is he because i think he did because i love him nah it's just more so when it's time to get back out there you have to prove that you're a force multiplier in order for them to not have to upgrade that position but feel like they can upgrade pieces around you because if you upgrade the pieces around him but they don't feel like he is capable of not just winning but sustaining it the consistency Mm. element of it then they're not going to do it because you're just wasting assets. You're wasting high-end talent, you know, on a quarterback that's just going to hold your roster back. But if Kenny is actually capable of expanding on what we saw from him last year at times, expanding on what we saw at the end of the season, doing more of that, keeping the turnovers down, but increasing the touchdowns, increasing the yards per throw, increasing the yards per attempt, you have to be able to do those things. That's the growth. It can't be the exact same thing we saw last year because now we're just in the same space. We haven't had any right. type of progress. Right. So that's going to be the fine uh, the fine balance. But, yeah, if Kenny is capable of holding up his end of the bargain, yeah, we're in a great scenario. But that's the argument because those other teams, they don't have to ask, do we right. have the guy? Correct. Joe Burrow has proven he's the guy. We've seen Deshaun Watson. The, Chief, the Chiefs the aren't guy. asking Patrick if they've Mahomes got the guy. proven he's the guy. So yeah. that's the difference. This argument only works right now because of the speculation. We don't hate Kenny can't be bad in year two because he hasn't played in year two. So everything is going to be optimistic. Positive and optimistic. Salary, yeah. yeah. Quarterback. Oh, he could just as good. He's going to compete with all of them. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to feel right now. But <laughs> we will see when it's game time, can he actually live up to that and repeat process? That we will. And that's uh, that's what we're hoping for because you're right. It's either, it's either have the rookie quarterback that you can surround mm-hmm. with talent or have the guy that can uplift your talent. Yeah. But really that sweet spot, right, is hoping to hit in between there for a couple years where you have the quarterback mm-hmm. who has the ability to elevate everybody around him 
before you have to pay him that that huge franchise quarterback type money. We'll see if the uh, if the Steelers can wiggle themselves into one of those windows here for the next few years with uh, with young Kenny taking a taking a step forward in his sophomore season. All right, Motsi. All right, here, Motsi. What do you say we get into some of these tweets? Oh, let's do it, hey. as the great Andy Reid once said, often says. Time's yours. There it is. Uh, Steeler Nation nine twenty. Our buddy up in Wisconsin. This is a good one. Wants to know uh, our thoughts on the likelihood of Bud Dupree coming back. Feels like there's a lot of hype around this, but I don't know how the money would work out, particularly if we end up paying Highsmith along with what TJ Watt has. It just seems like a whole lot of money that we could be investing in the edge position. What do you guys think? What's the likelihood? I mean, I do think it's common interest on both parties because it makes sense for both parties. The question is, what's the number for Bud? He's coming off of two back-to-back seasons where he's been injured and he's still in, you know, recovery, so to speak. If you get in Bud in that five million dollar range, you're not tripping. That's a heck of oh, an yeah. investment. You're you're jumping at that option. And that doesn't take away from Alex Highsmith either. The big question is, where does Bud see himself and what are other teams gonna pay? Because Bud still plays a marquee position, edge rusher. We can turn our nose up and act like we don't want to spend money in that position, but we felt exactly how we were supposed to feel when T.J. Watt was not out there. It felt like we were missing something. It felt like we didn't have a third rusher. Yes, it did. If you like those feelings, well, then you cut corners on your third rusher. No shot at uh, the guys that are currently on the roster, but you know, if you don't want to spend on a higher end third rusher that's more proven, you go with the guys you have and pray that everybody stays healthy, right? But we know at the NFL level, we don't always stay healthy. No, we do not. In fact, more often than not, we're uh, we we need some reinforcements. We need some depth. Yeah, and specifically, while we have a quarterback that's on a rookie deal where you're going to actually have a little bit more disposable income to play around with, this is typically the time when you make those type of Bud Dupree moves. When you pay a little bit more for the third rusher because I got this rookie quarterback, because in a couple of years, if Kenny is who we think he is, you're not going to be able to do these type of moves. These are the moves where we have to say Kenny has to be a force multiplier. He has to be better than what we would get in terms of third rusher productivity. But right now, that's not the case. So no, it that's is not. why for me, I look at it and say, you do go and get a guy like that, but I don't want to spend more than five to seven on it because now I feel like if I want to spend seven, I want to spend that on the inside linebacker. I don't want to spend sure. that on my third rusher. Sure, sure. But that's going to be the whole debate, the whole dilemma. But for Bud, Bud's market could go from anywhere between $4 million and $10 million, if we're being real about it. $4 million for the teams that are going to play hardball, $10 million for the fool. Because he plays edge rusher and he still has some hot stuff on his tape just from last season that would make you feel like he's still capable if healthy. Mm-hmm. And that's why I try to say, man, maybe you get him for that. You've been here before. You love the scenario. You're playing with Coach T. You're going to have TJ. Right. Familiarity. Come in, yeah. And you're playing across from TJ Watt and you're going to be playing across from Alex Heisman. Either one of those guys are going to keep the double teams off for you. They're going to keep the slot protection point. off for you. You're going to get the favorable option. You sign a one-year deal. You're able to run up the numbers in terms of being the third rusher. Get you six, seven sacks. After that, go get paid again. Like, that's that's how you do it. That's I, I think what you just touched on there at the end is absolutely right. If 
if it's a if it's a one year type um, low risk. Listen, I hesitate to say prove it deal because we all know what Bud Dupree is, right? I mean, it's not a prove. It's not. It's right. It's not a prove it deal. It'd be more like a reset your market value deal. Yeah. You know, um, you come to Pittsburgh for five or six million, something like that. Like Mozi said, you are part of you know what would be at that point, I think probably the best pass rush trio in the national football league. Um, You, you have a healthy season, you reset your market and then you go and sign, you know, another three year deal somewhere else under, under bigger, bigger term and bigger money. That to me makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Where where all Pittsburgh Steelers go to, uh, to wrap up that career. If you don't don't go to AZ, were you ever a Steeler? You ain't go to Tennessee. Were you ever a Steeler? Where were you at? <laughs> you got to get, get that final boost to your pension on, out there man. in Arizona. You baby. know how it go. You ready to get that retirement year early. Get that final check. Get that final check. Yeah, I, listen, the way you laid it out, I, I completely agree. I like it a lot. Um, if it's doable for a reasonable number like that, I'm all in. Uh, if it's going to have to be a bigger number, I think I'd rather spend that elsewhere on the defense, on the offense, um, at, at off-ball linebacker, maybe at another playmaker or something like that on the offensive side of the football. So it'll be interesting. But uh, I got to imagine, too, if if there's not the the massive market that, that maybe Bud and his his camp are hoping for, that, that the mm-hmm. idea of a reunion in Pittsburgh would – Certainly not be the least attractive thing in his mind. I got to think that there's there's at least uh, there's at least some thought process there on on his and side we as well. Also too. have to remember, we also have to remember he didn't leave on bad terms. Correct organization Correct. or himself. Yeah. It yeah. was a clear we know TJ has to get paid. We have to decide TJ over you, and it was clear at that time TJ was the right answer. And Button mm-hmm. knows that as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see here. Matt tweets us. And says, hope your downtime is treating you well, gentlemen. Concerning Lamar Jackson, um, feels to me like many teams are interested in the player, but not the not the agent. A uh, it feels like in these negotiations, both parties like it feels. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me reread this. Let me reread this. I think a lot of teams are interested in Lamar as the player, but not Lamar the agent. Any good negotiation will have both parties coming out unsatisfied because they had to give up some of what they wanted. I just feel mm-hmm. between him and Baltimore, it's a little too personal right now. Give it time. Yeah. That's definitely that's the fair. vibe I get, man. Yeah. That is 100% yeah. the vibe I You know what? That's interesting, too. Like, I forgot about the angle until Backo mentioned it a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. I forgot about the angle that he does represent himself, too. So a lot of that, yeah. a lot of that, you know, it's not personal, it's business. Those blurred lines that you've separate, talked about, can, it can be even harder to separate when you're representing yourself. Absolutely, man. Because they're not saying Absolutely. those mean. They're not saying those those nitpick things to your agent. They're saying right. It right to your face all of a sudden. <laughs> and when you think about that, man, like it's it's just hard, man, to put that to the side, yeah. especially when yeah. you're prideful, especially when you are doing the exact opposite. You're coming with every. You're selling fact. yourself. Yeah, so yeah. you're like, man, how could you disagree with this? It sells itself. But then when you hear the counters, that's where it gets really personal. It can get hurtful, man. And yeah, I'm sure he's better than me, man. I couldn't represent myself. I already told you. No, Even I with definitely agent, couldn't. I was ready to go upstairs and get fired twice. <laughs> so yeah, more we'll power to Lamar, man. Yeah, I was ready to get fired twice. You gonna fire no, me? Do. What I do on the front end and what I do when I leave out of this thing? I can assure you. <laughs> he got one catch, more time. I might he catch a, I might catch a, I might catch a charge here as well too. Man. Serious, he got one more time to say what he just said. 
Oh, and it's like, listen, the guys that do it themselves, more power to them. I mean, DeAndre yeah. Hopkins has, has, you know, been his own agent. He's done well for mm-hmm. himself financially throughout his career, obviously. But I'm with you. That'd be a tough one. I know we're both, you know, Motsi, we're both like, yeah. we're passionate guys. We are, in a way, emotional guys. You know what I mean? And like, I think anybody who, who has a real passion in life, anyone who has that burning desire to succeed, mm-hmm. you're, you're emotionally, in, like, people hear emotional. That doesn't necessarily mean that, like, you're, erratic all over the place you're emotionally invested yeah yeah you're emotionally invested in something um and i mean i can only imagine what it would be like if i was negotiating a contract here or something for myself and it was like well wes we think you do this really well as a radio host but you but here here and here i mean you know this guy across the street kicks your butt i mean (laughs) you know in this way that way and the other i mean i tell you what you're just getting lapped by jacob Recht and tom Mm -hmm. opperman i don't know what to tell you so it's it's uh it's certainly an, an interesting dynamic, but that's a good point by Matt. We'll see if uh you know the 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 personal nature of both sides if that maybe dissipates a little bit and and they do come to a uh to a agreement that will again require concessions by both sides, but it will I think be fair to both sides at the same time as yeah. well too. He said you got to compromise, man. That's that's it's any not any easy to do, but you got to compromise, man. That's the point of, like Matt just said, right? Any good negotiation, both parties feel like they left something on the table. I mean, that's, you know, that's that, a negotiation. That is, that's facts, man. It, every deal we didn't finish, we loved the deal, but it was still like, bro, we could have got more. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we definitely have more on the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how it goes, mm-hmm. man. That's how it goes. All right. One more here. Now, this is a good one, Andrew, to wrap us up here. Andrew goes, you know, if it's all right, I'll bring back a little three question Thursday for you. Andrew's okay, done this a couple times. In. We like this. We particularly during the off season. This is a good, you know, final yeah. final three, four minutes here to wrap up the show. Three questions from Andrew. All right, Mozi. See, these are these are good too. These are all over the board. Uh first one here. How many chances do you give a person before you write them off? Well, I like I like this one. Um so I'll answer it like this. I'm usually one time and then I'll believe you are who you are, but I don't write like when I think of write off, I think of like I'm just done ever dealing with them i won't write you off for like a while but all it takes is you to show me who you are one time and i'm just gonna believe it i'm not one of the people that oh yeah he hit me that one time it ain't really what he does it's gonna change or i mean yeah she said that but she ain't really mean like that it was just here to like nah if you said i'm like i believe that's what you got that in you now you might suppress it you might do a better job of managing it but it's in there um so yeah i just kind of look at it like that but i probably i won't cut anybody off for like a while but once i identify who you are yeah the way that i'm move with you the way like that i'm open up towards you or different things like that yeah that that's one first time first yeah (laughs) one and i i i echo that sentiment like yeah writing somebody off it takes it takes a lot for me to really be like you know you're dead to me whatever i'm through with you but yeah it's the old fool me once Shame yeah. on you. Fool me twice. I'm not going to get fooled again. Like, um, it, like I think like you're right. Wes, People show you who they are. If, if I'm depending on you to show up at 10 o'clock, Wes, and you show up at 11 o'clock, oh, yeah, I'm not going to be anticipating you showing up at 10 o'clock anymore because you've already <laughs> shown me you don't right. respect my time. Now, I'm going to give you the time. opportunity to show yeah, up on yeah, time, I'm still, but I'm just still going to schedule it. But, yeah. but we'll, we'll, it'll be we're scheduling for 10. We'll be recording at 11. That's what my mind is set on, you know, or that type of dynamic. So right. I mean, even we like punctuality is always one of those common things where you just learn who you're dealing with. Some people you could tell them seven o'clock, they're there at six fifty. 
Some people you say seven o'clock, they're showing up at seven forty-five. You gotta know who you're dealing with, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna do the oh, it was traffic this time, or oh man, I just slipped my no, no, no. Because if I said it was a priority and it was life or death, you would be here. Exactly, you're supposed to be here. So yeah, you just let me know that I'm not the priority in that sense, which is completely fine. Correct. But I'm not gonna allow myself to anticipate it again. Correct. Correct. We uh we had a former employee in our company who was kind of a little bit like that. This is this is going back yeah. a few years. So I'm I don't uh-oh. think I'm referencing uh-oh. anybody here that, that anybody other than Motsi would probably be uh-oh. familiar with. But like I remember our our our, our boss Brian tell, telling me one time, like, I understand things happen. But things don't happen that often. You know? like, like, it can't be a every day, every right. week is something. I'm like, bro, the if world ain't against you, man. Once, if it's once a year, <laughs> hey, something happened and I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, right. but the don't, world don't, isn't after you every single week. Like that. I'm about to say, don't, don't sell me with the man. You know how life gets. Everything's going to get. No, bro, you got to plan and, and have better time management. Dang it. Okay. Exactly. We need some accountability here. I'm not going to allow you to minimize your role in this. <laughs> Listen, I know your phone isn't dying yeah. and your alarm's not going off five times like, a year, all right? Just settle and, down. And, and you don't have a plug-in clock? Nothing? Nothing? nothing. The no, dog don't bark? The, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. <laughs> Number two here from Andrew. Could you name some things that you wouldn't do for a million dollars? Actually, it's a lot that I would do for a million dollars. <laughs> Sheesh, uh, I'm not there's gonna a lot do that. I wouldn't do for a million dollars, but there's a lot that I would do for a million dollars. You know? I'm not gonna do anything that could land me behind bars, correct? Divorce, correct, or without 100%. my children for a million dollars. We're gonna start with that, all right? 100%. I'm with you on that one, yeah. but like you know, um, Motsu, you might get me to wear a pit hat for a million dollars, yeah. I, I would say, like, this like nothing that as long as it's I'd not this gonna, like, it. it can't be anything that's gonna like make me question my integrity. If that makes sense. Like, <laughs> there you go. There you go. I, I, I could live with putting on an opponent. Like you, I could put on a Ravens outfit if I needed to for a million dollars. I could do some yeah. of that for him. You're not it, it but we go draw that line. Like, we're not gonna have me out here disrespecting who I am and Correct. my values Correct. because that money is cool before you have it. But once you get it, you're gonna be like, wait a minute. Now the only thing that changed was just this bank account. I still gotta live with myself for the day to day. The money don't just make everything go away. <laughs> so no yeah if you're talking just goofy stuff like yeah, I, 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 I eat a, I'll eat a worm for a million dollars yeah, yeah, or some yeah, yeah, fear yeah, yeah. factor type thing like that you know what I, I mean would, like, you go, would you go streaking at the, at the stadium you know what for him absolutely I would I, wait I, hold I, I, on. on in the middle of a sporting event yeah as long as I can put my bet down ahead of time that's coming down with some jail time now isn't it no, 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 but jail time is temporary. We're talking about prison time. Way night and day, man. Just think about the, the simple cause and effect. The the amount of time that I'm going to spend in jail versus the amount of money that I would accumulate a good point. for that. A good point. Yeah. You're going to be in jail for like 12 hours. I mean. Right. I, I could work the next 20 years. <laughs> Let's do the math. Let's do the math. I gotta, I gotta find out though. Like, is this just a million dollars? Like, I get it, no question. Like, is this tax? You know, do I have to pay taxes on this? Because that would change Wes, some of my. So, so, so Wes, are, are, would you not do it for a taxed million dollars? I'm not wearing, I'm not wearing pit gear for a taxed million dollars. No. For a taxed, all right. It's, I'm, probably still, I'm probably still. That's about to I mean, what, say. That's, it, it's, it's that's still what, like six, that's yeah. still what, like six hundred k. I mean, <laughs> cash all, yeah, yeah, six hundred after taxes, yeah. 
I think you'd be in that thing right, with your bye. face painted with pit. You, 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 you put KP8 on your chest. <laughs> I'll put, I'll, I'll, I'll spray paint Pat Narduzzi across my tummy, man. What do you want me to do here? All right, 600K after taxes? All right, fine. What we do? After taxes? Come on, bro. What we talking about, man? I'm going to wear a Dewan Blair jersey here. I'll be over this thing. I'll be over here talking about I love Arab. I love App State. I love Mr. Rich. I love Mr. I love that William Mary School. Oh, boy. Yeah. I love all this. (laughs) All right. This is good. See, we like these. These are good. Last one here from Andrew. This might be the best one. Tell me some foods that you used to like when you were younger, but you don't anymore. Palette actually hasn't shifted. So you know what's like, funny? Yeah. My palate in terms of the taste hasn't shifted. It's just the amount of said thing. Like what Fair I'm talking about is I'm with you on that. Yep. Ten years ago, every day for lunch, I could have a cheeseburger or a buffalo chicken sandwich and be fine. Uh huh. Now if I'm eating a cheeseburger every day, I'm gonna have bubble guts. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's yeah. it's like really the, not the that effect my of it. Yeah. Yeah, like the amount of candy that I used to eat, the amount of greasy that, food I that I used like, to eat. The ice cream. I used to. I've just that, toned like, it down. I've just toned it down clock. a little yeah. bit. Oh, Definitely. I used to have, I used to have a cheeseburger or a buffalo chicken sandwich for lunch every day. If my I senior, did that now, listen, I'd be struggling. my my junior my senior year of high school. Every day after school, I went to Burger King and got the number one ketchup only. It was four dollars and thirty two cents. <laughs> number one ketchup only, medium size with the sprite, no ice for the drink. That was what I ate every single day. After school, before football practice, before <laughs> basketball practice, before wrestling practice, before track and soccer. That was my vibe. So, yes, Wes, I know what you said 1,000%, baby. Yeah. Yep. Before before you could whopper, whopper, before it was all of that. Before it was all that, I was still having my way. Okay? That's, that's it. It's really not that my palate has shifted much. It's just like the greasy food and the candy. I just yeah. don't consume at nearly as much of it as I used yeah. to. Yeah, I'm with you. That was good. That was a good exercise. I like I like, that I like these Thank I like you. these I like these random three question Thursdays. Well, that will do it for us on this Thursday, our last show of the week. When we come back next week, obviously free agency, some moving and shaking. I got a feeling we'll have uh, we'll have plenty more to talk about here as it relates to the NFL world, but that'll do it for us for today. So, it's thank you time. Thank you to uh, all of you who tweeted and listened and participated in anything you, and everything you, in between. You. you know, we appreciate you power grids, you megawatts. Uh, even yeah. rocking and rolling with us here during the off season. We hope, uh, you know, you guys tweet us a lot and say, hope you're enjoying some downtime. Hope you're enjoying the off season. We hope you guys are doing the same as yeah. well too. And of course, uh, thank you to our buddy, Brian Bacco, our day one here on the show for lending us some of his time mm-hmm, uh, this mm-hmm. afternoon. And as always last, but definitely not least a big shout out, a big thank you to the best co-host in the business, Arthur, Nathan, Moats, the third. Who me? Take care, everybody. Enjoy the weekend. If you're into hoops, I hope your team doesn't let you down. All right. Some fun conference tournament weekend. Rolling into March Madness. Rolling into free agency. It's a great time of the year uh, to be a sports fan. Hope you guys enjoy it. Take care. We will uh, talk to you next week. As always, you know where to find us. It's on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Well, there it is. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. 
Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.